The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time, The List by legendary best-selling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top-secret past, and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info. Bill Clinton. Oh my gosh. I cannot deal with this man. <laughs> cannot deal with this man. So, you know, Bill and Hillary running out of money. Bill's got to be, you know, they've got to they've got to write these books. They've got to get out there. They've got to go on publicity tours. They're like, the Clinton name is dying out. Well, the Clinton name is dying out because everyone's tired of you guys. And usually if, you're, if your name is dying out and you suck, you kneel for the national anthem. That's how you get exposure. <laughs> right. That he, is he not paying He's, attention? He does not have a good PR. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah, he missed that apparently. one. Apparently. <laughs> Bill Clinton was on... I guess it was NBC and he had some interesting things to say during an interview. Listen. One of the things that this, this me too era has done, it's forced a, a lot of women uh, to speak out. One of those women, Monica Lewinsky, she wrote in an op-ed that the me too movement changed her view of sexual harassment. Quote, he was my boss. He was the most powerful man on the planet. He was 27 years, my senior with enough life experience to know better. He was at the time at the mm-hmm. pinnacle of his career, while I was in my first job uh, out of college. Looking back on what happened then, through the lens of Me Too now, do you, do you think differently or feel more responsibility? No, I felt terrible then. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I came to grips with it. <laughs> no, I felt terrible then. I felt really terrible then. I bet you did. Uh, okay, but <laughs> you, you did it. And didn't they, I mean, there, it wasn't just one isolated incident. There were several different things that he did with her, but he felt really, he felt really terrible. He had no choice. She basically strong armed him into, you know, I mean, when a girl like goes down places, you've got to just let her do it. Right. He had no choice. Yeah. Really. I feel like he was the one who was the victim. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. He could have just tripped into that situation. Yeah. Like literally stumbled, you know, into that situation. Right. Exactly. Oops. Exactly. Can we continue that? No, I felt terrible then. And I came to mm. grips with it. Did you ever apologize no, to No, yes. And nobody believes. No, yes. That I got out of that for free. No, yes. I left the White House $16 million in debt. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. But How sad. you typically have ignored gaping facts in describing mm-hmm. this. And what I bet those? you don't even know them. This was litigated well, 20 years they? ago. Two-thirds <laughs> no of the American them. people sided <laughs> with me. They were not insensitive to that. Mm-hmm. I had a sexual harassment policy when I was governor oh. in the 80s. Oh, okay. I had oh two gosh. women chiefs of staff when I was governor. Oh, women were women. presented in the attorney general's office in the 70s. For their percentage in the bar. I've had nothing but women leaders in my office since I left. 
You are giving one side and omitting facts. Mr. President, what are those I, I'm, facts? Not, I'm not trying to present a side. I'm no, not, no, I'm not, you asked me if I agreed. The answer is no, I don't. And I, well, I asked if you'd ever apologized, and you said you had. I have. You've apologized to me. I apologize to everybody in the world. It is important to me that everybody who has been hurt know that the sorrow I feel is mm. genuine. First and most important, my family. Monica Lewinsky and her family. But you didn't apologize to her. I have not talked to her. <laughs> do you I, feel like I you owe it, her an apology? No, I do. No. I, I, no. I do not. I have oh. never talked to her. No. I, oh. But I did say publicly on more than one occasion that I was Look sorry. that smirk. That's very different. <laughs> yes, the apology it was is. public. Look at the, oh, God, his <laughs> nasty scumbag face. I just can't even look at the, the smirk for those of you who are watching this on TV uh, and well those of you who are not uh, you're listening on radio he has this little smirk when he's answering that is just so slimeball Bill Clinton it's, it's interesting his uh, he said that he did have a policy a sexual harassment policy when he was governor I mean that means he was his policy to harass women as much as possible yes because that would be a truthful statement yes yes <laughs> that was his policy thank you for bringing that up Jason it worked out really well for him but you know, interesting. He said he did pay for it, which I will agree with that mm-hmm. because really, you know, his wife paid for that. Like okay. hardcore. Like she like. Right. Grant, like but I don't, he did. I mean, he did it. You know, absolutely. Like, oh, well, I mean, you should have paid for what does that prove? It's like, OK, it, it is a true statement. But what is it? It's not really a great defense, I feel. OK, great. That's true. But yes. And. Well, and are the the gaping facts right. that you're leaving out? Where are those gaping facts? Also, I love how, and we see this so often from the left, that they just kind of throw out these little buzz buzzwords and phrases like, well, I had a sexual harassment policy in the 80s. Oh, well, that must mean that you never did anything wrong with a woman because we've never seen a politician who has a, a, a policy go around that policy and break that policy. We've never, ever seen a politician who thinks that they are above the law. Never. So, oh, you had a sexual harassment. Well, then, I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. You had a sexual harassment policy. Mm, No, that's not the way it works. And then uh, I had women on, on my staff. I've employed women. Okay. I mean, it's just interesting, the disconnect with, there's so many less things that they hit Trump for all the time and they and they're just they think that they're they they can't be they can't be hit for anything i think they feel they're just like they they two-thirds of the american public agreed with him or supported him but and they don't now they they don't now if you're just basing it on the morality of it they don't now those same people who supported him were all the Democrats who supported him, and now they don't support things like that because Trump's in office. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like morality did not matter back then to the left. It, right. it did not matter. It was right. like, so what? He does these things in the Oval Office. So what? And then when he was governor, you know, and all those like all the times when you know, all these people that are coming out, you know, with rape charges, you know, like, come on. Like the media was like the media completely covered that up. Yeah, completely covered that up. They would not report on that. Yeah, even yeah. to this day. Like, well, actually, 
after the uh, President Trump thing with the, you know, all, you know, all, all the some of the things that he said during the campaign, then all of a sudden some of them during Me Too were like, maybe we should, you know, give, you know, maybe we should look back at that. I, I heard I saw a few journalists say mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there was never any real follow up on it, but they knew that they at least had to acknowledge they might have screwed that up. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, well, I had an uh, I had females on my staff. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know what you did with them also. <laughs> so we're aware that you had females on your staff. That is not lost on us, Bill. That's pretty much the entire reason that you're in hot water. And being asked these questions. It was your conduct with those right, female members on your staff. You had women on your staff and you couldn't keep it in your pants. Sorry. He also had some interesting things to say about the Me Too movement. I think we have that also. A lot of the facts have been conveniently omitted to make the story work. But I think partly because they're frustrated that they got all these serious allegations against the current occupant of the Oval Office, and his voters don't seem to care. I think I did the right thing. I defended the Constitution. You think this president's been given a pass with regards to the, the, the women who have come forward and accused him of sexual misconduct? Oh, well, I think that, uh, no. But it hadn't gotten anything like the coverage that you would expect. President Trump has been accused by numerous women of inappropriate sexual behavior, all of which he denies. I like the Me Too movement. It's way over there. I think that it doesn't mean I agree with everything. I still have some uh, questions about some of the decisions which have been made. Uh Uh-huh. What are those questions, Bill? I love the Me Too movement. Love it. I'm a big fan of the Me Too movement. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though it, it kind of like ruined me and my career, <laughs> but I am I I'm a huge supporter of all of those women who were harassed by me. And, you know, I mean, let's hate to bring it up because it's never been proven. But I mean, Juanita Broderick, she has a very compelling story Mm. about him. Mm -hmm. Do you believe her? Absolutely believe her. I believe her. Yeah. Based on all of the things that we know um, about Bill Clinton and his history and his womanizing and all of that. I believe her. Uh, And there's uh, there's no other reason for her to she's not treated well. In the media, there's no other reason for her to be putting herself out there, you know, while being treated so poorly by the media. And I believe her. So my my perspective is the gall of this man to sit there and say that he supports the Me Too movement is unbelievable to me. (laughs) Unbelievable. And, And let's and let's 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 talk about why people don't believe Juanita Broderick. Let's talk about that, because agents of the Clinton family. Came out and Mm -hmm. viciously had her attacked. Yes. Viciously had her attacked. People like David Brock at Media Matters. Yes. You know, these agents that went out and specifically tried to discredit her. Like, and they, they must have, they, of course they knew the truth as well. But right. they, but these are the same people now that are going after you know uh, members of the GOP, other people now to tag along with this uh, with the Me Too movement. Yeah. Now suddenly they care about women. Right. All of a sudden. Right. Back then you could not care less. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. could not care less, but you do now. Did he say right. that some? Of, did he just say that he didn't think that some of Trump's President Trump's. Uh, uh, allegations were covered in the media? Yes. Did he say that? Yes. <laughs> How did he say that without his little smirk and smile and, you know, giggle or whatever? How did he say that? That's all we've heard. I all know. we've heard. I know. A lot, and a, a lot of those were like, I'm sorry, but a lot of those were 
were very weak allegations. Some of those, like something on a plane or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, I just didn't think they were, they definitely weren't as strong as Juanita Broderick. Right. Definitely not as strong as that. Right. Well, and let's not lose sight of the fact that all of these claims that we're talking about when we talk about Trump, I mean, I'm not saying that I give him a pass on this. I'm saying he didn't do them while he was in the Oval Office. There's no evidence to show that Trump had done anything after he became president inappropriately with women. So that's something to consider as well. But even so, all you see on the media, you know, there's there could be like the U.S. pulling out of the Iran deal. But everyone. (laughs) I almost rang the bell. (laughs) Everyone is talking about, well, Stormy Daniels came out in her, uh, you know, publicity tour. And uh, she, okay, well, I mean, that that is on the front page everywhere. Everywhere we're seeing it. And Bill Clinton thinks that, you know, somehow, I don't know. It, it just, it kills me. They're so, they're so hypocritical. And that was something that I think a lot of people felt about Hillary uh, being some sort of, portraying herself as some sort of feminist icon. She was in on a lot of the stuff that Bill, you know, had done to Juanita Broderick and all of these other women. She was in on it, bullying these women into not talking and all of that. So, and I think that the American public generally saw that in her. Anyway, oh, Bill, keep talking, keep talking, (laughs) please keep talking because you are not doing your party any favors. I wonder, I feel like the Democratic Party really just wants them to go away at this point. (laughs) Make room for Joe. I I cannot, I can't wait for that. There's signs that's going to happen. I think it's just going to be so fun. Don't you? Yeah. No, well. Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time, The List by legendary best-selling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top-secret past, and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.